Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Bros Pod is, of course, brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online remains your top spot for all your live betting action and contests. NFL, college football, UFC, and NHL are all in full swing. Bet Online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions with both desktop and mobile access at any time. The NBA is also in full swing as we have their in-season tournament taking place this weekend with the semifinal and the final on Saturday night. So be sure to place your bets on this in-season NBA tournament. So head to Bet Online today and use our promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another version of Bill Roden on Sports on a lazy Wednesday in Manhattan. Uh, I just kind of blew my cover. Um, I'm in a disclosed location in Midtown Manhattan, holding it down here. Lots to talk about, and we'll get into um, a lot of stuff uh, with my friend and my co-host, Jamal Murphy, holding it down in Brooklyn. Murph, what's up? What's up, Bill? I'm uh I'm in Brooklyn like you said. Had a late night last night. So I'm a little little tired just drinking coffee. I was actually at Madison Square Garden watching some college basketball. Watched uh Oh, UConn. yeah, North Carolina, right? Yep, UConn beat Hubert Davis in North Carolina. Hmm. And there was a game before that at uh Illinois beat FAU. FAU was actually was in the final four last year if you remember. Yep. And UConn was and UConn's the defending champ, so it was uh Well, you know our friend um uh, Tyrus Ingram, his son, uh, plays for North Carolina. Ingram. Um, he was at Stanford before, right? He was at Stanford, yeah. And he transferred to North Carolina. He's looking good. He's looking yeah. good. He's one of he's one of the reasons uh, Hubert Davis is having a bounce back year so far. It looks like uh, because Ingram is probably their, you know, probably their top one, a top two player at least. Yeah, his brother Will uh, played at Middlebury under. Kyle uh, Dudley, friend of the program, who um, coached at Middlebury. Nice. And, shout, and, shout out to Kyle. Yeah, Kyle, you know, and now he's uh, on Wall Street somewhere making, heads toward making millions of dollars. <laughs> and and his, his younger brother, Ingram, uh, looks like he's on the way. You know, start off at, um, start off at Stanford. And I guess... Either they or he went to another went another direction, and uh, he jumped through his transfer portal and wound up in uh, wound up in North Carolina. Is that the worst place to line up? In? No, not the worst place. Not you know pretty good. You know that's a pretty good uh, two pretty good schools. Stanford to North Carolina. Uh, yeah. Where where is he from? Where are they from? They're from uh, Texas, Dallas. Okay. okay. And his father is Tyrus Ingram. And they've got a sister who plays volleyball at Duke. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, so they you know, they're quite quite, the, and then they uh, own several McDonald's franchises. Did so, the, did the father play? Was he an athlete? He did play. Um, I forget where Tyrus played, but Tyrus did play. 
Mm-hmm. Mostly maybe somewhere in Tennessee, but Tyrus did play. And um, I met him a number of years ago, maybe 2015, 16, when I went to Yale when uh, his son Will was coming out of high school. And uh, the story was that Will Ingram had pretty much knew he was going to play Division Three. You know, he wasn't. He, he said he wasn't chasing Division One. He wanted to do Division Three, have a good experience, and then go make some money. Right. And uh, he ended up going to um, going to Middlebury. Had a good career there. Um, and um, but his father said all along that his son was going to be the guy who would go Division One. I. I mean, high. You know, the younger, the younger son. The younger side, because mm-hmm. he was taller, bigger, and um, in fact, they had invited me to come to the game uh, 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 this week, but I had to be busy doing. You know, our daughter Raisa is expecting our first, her first child, her and Indu's first child, and um, our first grandchild. So I've been running around. My job is to get the guest book and. Other little errands, so I was like <laughs> running around trying to blow that, you know. Also, um, so they invited you to invited you to see him last night. Yeah, they had dinner no. for him uh, mm-hmm. on uh, Monday mm-hmm. uh, at Harlem, and then uh, Tuesday was uh, the game. Oh wow! Wow! So I texted him back and said, oh, "Man, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry to miss that, but uh, I guess there'll be other opportunity probably when he turns pro." Maybe I'll see his debut. Yeah, and and the way he looks, you know, it looks like it it'll probably go in that direction. He when he was coming out of high school, he was a top like a five star recruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to Stanford, and uh, I guess I guess had a disappointing season, or the team had a disappointing season. So he decides to transfer to North Carolina, and it looks like it's working because he you know he's he look you know he looked good out there. Like I said, he's one of their best players. He gives he gives uh, North Carolina a different dynamic. He's you know tough, like kind of like a three four position, uh, strong, but can shoot as well. Can play make. So you know he, he you know looks like he looks pretty good. Good, good, good. Uh, yeah, it's a good family, and uh, we have to have him on the show at some yeah. point. So uh, yeah, um, but. Um, yeah, last time, well, I guess maybe we should just keep it in college for a minute, uh, the transfer portal. Because mm. um, the big story, well, there are a couple big stories. We'll talk about Dion later. He was the voted the Sports uh, Illustrated Man of the Year, uh, which was, you know, good. Congratulations to Dion. Um, uh, but what did you think? You know, we got the, they, they were way out of contention for the, Football playoff. I mean, way out of contention. I think they ended the season losing six straight. Uh, right. I'm just curious. I mean, we'll talk about some other stuff like, but you followed the Dion story. Would you consider his season a success or was it a bust? I, I mean, if you look at, I mean, he has a lot of haters. Uh, so the people who who are rooting against him will say it was a failure and. You know, he built up all this hype and everybody was talking about Dion. And then it turns out, uh, you know, his team failed at the end. But, I, you know, I think, I mean, if you look at it objectively, 
It was a success because they won one game last year. We've talked about this many times. <laughs> he won Colorado won one game last year. Dion comes in. They won four games this year. Um, they were in a very very tough Pac-12. The probably the best the Pac-12 in its last year of existence. By the way, the yeah. best the Pac-12 has has ever been is that I can remember in like forty plus years. So. Yeah. I mean, it was a tough situation. I, th- I think if if Dion were in the ACC, they probably make a bowl. You know, they probably win six <laughs> games. Right. You know, uh, Florida State can tell you about that. But you know, so I think it's a success. And then I, you know, and and, and the part that you you've brought up consistently is the amount of money he's made the university, uh, the the amount of uh, acclaim he's brought the university, the attention he's brought the university. Uh, you remember, the, I, I can't get out of my mind the commercial. Yeah. The, the the school commercial I've never seen anything like it where they have the football coach all involved in in the in the university commercial yeah, which yeah. is supposed to be an academic commercial <laughs> right so I mean to me that's a success now but at the same time you know next year is going to be big yeah. because it's a success yeah because you went from one game to four but you still you have to improve next year. In order for next year to be success, yeah, you got to get in a bowl game, and um, I know you uh, and Khalid keep up with recruiting. I was looking at their their recruiting thing. They were like, they they lost a number of big uh, big time recruits. Yep. Um, they lost a quarterback. Uh, they lost an offensive lineman, uh, and they were kind of public decommits. Right. Um, and uh, obviously. I think Alabama had the top recruiting class. You know, it just it just occurred to me, Jamal. You know, I I followed. I, I did about five of um, Colorado games because it was a, such a good story. But in terms of Colorado's back, but when you look at the sort of the the uh, caste system in college football, I'm not sure if Colorado will ever get there. Is is Michigan? You know, uh, Alabama. Um, you know. Uh, I guess you might say Texas, but there's there's a whole um, tier of schools. And I'm not sure if Colorado, they may have good years. I mean, they won the national title in 1990. But I'm just wondering, what do you think? If if there's a caste system, what caste is Colorado in? Where where are they? And what can they ever, what's the best they can ever hope to do? Well, like you said, they won a national championship in 1990. So I think obviously that's a, that's possible to do. Now, are they going to be perennial uh, playoff, you know, attendees? You know, as we go forward, is that possible? I don't. I doubt it. Like you said, like they're not Alabama, they're not Texas, you know, not even USC, you know, something like that that has all that tradition. So and and to me, I mean, is would. Even if Dion had that type of success, like let's say he got them to a, to a playoff, it, does he stick around for the long term? Right. So does that even does that matter? I don't know. Um, but I think in, as far as your question in terms of if if you if you're asking whether he can succeed at the highest level there, I think I think it's possible. We've seen it. I mean, TCU made it to the uh, to the championship game last year, so you can do it. Uh, there's so there's really no excuse for him, you know, especially the way he's talked about it, not being able to do it within within a number of years. You have to give it, you'd have to give him time, just like you give everybody else time. He'd have to have about four or five years uh, 
uh, to try to get it done. And, you know, is, is Dion the type that's going to, to stay that long? Yeah. Or am I, am I being unfair to Dion even asking that question? Because, I, well, you know. No, I think so. I mean, we've been debating that too. Um, you know, so much has been, the talk has been about his son, Shador, the quarterback, um, and Travis Hunter, and how how good is Shador? And, you know, Dion has been very, you know, very upfront in that Shador is coming back to Colorado. He is coming back. <laughs> he's coming back. Yeah, he's coming back. There's no choice. Yeah, Dad, no choice. Daddy's, Daddy said you're coming back. Yeah, and he's coming back. And so we're debating whether he should come back, whether he needs to be go somewhere else to be coached. My stance was that, I mean, he, he was the most sacked quarterback, I think, among Power 5 schools. And he didn't even play the last game because he had like a back injury. Um, and they were talking about coming back and, you know, a couple of the offensive linemen. I think one offensive lineman from Colorado already announced he was transferring. And they lost a couple of recruits. So right. I don't I don't know what you think. Do you think he'd be should he come back? Is he ready? Um is his blind loyalty? Um, you know. Well, I mean, you know, it's his it's his father. And it's his not only is it his father, it's his like Hall of Fame iconic father in the sport that he's playing. So I if if my if I'm in that situation, I probably listen to my father. I probably uh I probably attribute a lot of my success already to my father. Yeah. So you, you kind of feel like <clears throat> you have you have no choice or that not even that you have no choice, but that it's probably the right decision if he's telling you to stay. You know, it's funny you bring up, you know, Shador being sacked like it must have been a record number of times this year. I look I've been watching these games, especially towards the end of the season. And like, what is I, I, that's my biggest thing with. With Dion this year, it's like, how do you treat your son like that? It's like child abuse. You keep running him out there. You know, he's getting killed every game. He's limping to the sideline. Not, and you're playing him the whole game. I'm like, some some games you're losing by 30. If that's right. my son, I'm taking him out. I'm putting the back up in there, at least for the fourth quarter. Like, what are we doing out here? Like, like, like that's your son. <laughs> like, we 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 are lying. One of those one of those games, they should have been. Uh, protective services should have been on the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that, as for the offensive line, you know, transferring, I mean, he, you know, a few weeks ago, he, he went out there and said something that people, a lot of people thought was insensitive, where where, he's, where they asked him about the offensive line. He's like, we just need to get new guys. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, so that's not, that's not exactly a vote of support for the guys you have there. So I would, if I'm an offensive lineman, I, I that's the writing on the wall. I got to get out of here. And the, and the question is, can he, Get those guys. We already. You just talked about recruiting the you know traditional recruiting of college kids. He's not. Yeah. He's not doing so well there so far. So it's going to come down to the portal. And what is the perception of him among kids uh, that well, are that's playing? That's a great now? question. Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, how would you feel? You know, if you're on the team number one, and all season long you're getting killed. He talked about the offensive line and all that. And then if you are a recruit, you got to ask yourself, do I really want to go here? Clearly, if I'm a quarterback, I ain't going within a thousand miles of Colorado. I'm not going. Uh, but if you're in any position, you're saying, well, I go there, and then he's pissed off, and the next thing I know, uh, he's tapping the transfer portal. <laughs> well, yeah. We, I mean, that's that's the issue. And one of the kids who decommitted 
uh, made a comment in there uh, saying that he wasn't sure. Well, it was a 2024 commit, so not someone coming yeah. next year. It was two years later. But he said, I'm not sure Dion's going to be there when I, yeah. you know, when I come. So that that's not a good look either to have kids, you know, outwardly saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah as of uh, I know last month, uh, Colorado lost three recruits uh, almost back to back to back, you know. Uh, and uh, I think they were linemen. Uh, there was a quarterback. Then I think his own his own lineman um, left. So, yeah, I think it's going to be tough. And, and, and it's just sobering when you look up the national recruiting ranks and you've got the likely suspects, Alabama, Texas, Michigan, you know, uh, and does Colorado even belong in that conversation, you know? so Yeah, pro- probably not. Probably not. So, yeah, so I think Dion's got a really – He's got a steep mountain to climb, uh, like you're saying. The first year was great because it was a great story for us. And, you know, I, I watched more college football last year. I've watched it about 20 years. Um, or maybe since Miami, since, you know, Miami was the uh, the, the talk of the, of the nation. But I, I grew, uh, that's my that's I still a Miami fan because of what they did when I was when I was a little kid. Yeah, they were great. I mean, Miami mm-hmm. was like. They were like the UNLV. <laughs> yeah. UNLV was the basketball. Yep. Miami was college football. Yep. But um, and, and and you know had maybe had Colorado kept winning, you know, and actually got to a bowl game, you know, who knows? Maybe if it would have been a miracle season, and they kept winning, and then they got into the Pac-10 championship game and they beat Washington, you know. Now we're having a whole different conversation, but they were, they were so far from that. I mean, it's like on another galaxy. So, so Bill, I'm, I'm, I kind of, you know, I'm kind of getting the vibe from you that I don't know, but like, do you, do you believe like, you know, when, when Dion was asking these questions, like, so if he asked you <laughs> first game and you covered, you were there, you were there as much as anybody for his, for these games. I'm glad he so, didn't ask me. <laughs> 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 I know. I know. It's your boy. He dapped. He dapped you up. You know. Yeah, he called, he, but, you know. He's like. He's like, he's like. He called the legend. He called the legend out. He was like, you know. You know. Come here. Dapped you up. Yeah. I went if viral, he asked you, I, do, I went viral do you? For a minute. I, I'm sensing a little. Like I can't tell whether you think it's a success or do you? Well, I, yeah. I mean, I'm glad. Like, cause I'm glad he didn't ask me. Do you believe? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it this way. I think in terms of, you know, sold out boxes, generating an excitement, making Colorado relevant and all the rappers were there and the rock and all that. Yeah, that was a success. Um, obviously, you look at the one and loss. No, uh, but I think I give him a pass for this year because it was a good story. But now he's on the clock. He is on the clock. Next year is all about, you know, wins and loses, wins and losses. Um, you know, I mean, heck, the last game they played Utah, they had this freshman quarterback there. This guy looked good. <laughs> I'm like, man, you know, he, he didn't hold on to the ball. You know, he was making the right throws and like a yeah. Sometimes I think we should do or and, and I, I could be wrong about this. You know, um, you know, Shador just seemed like he was playing hero ball a lot. You know, it was like. You know, he was holding the ball too long. He was 
trying to make the plays and running around and all that. This kid comes in, the freshman kid comes in, he's just like, I didn't see that game. I didn't see it. Yeah, no, I mean, it was like very efficient, you know, and they almost won. Had they, they called back a punt return for a TD and uh, he threw a touchdown to Travis Hunter, which they called a touchdown on the field, but but that they that they win. So, um, yeah, we'll see. So I just think that next year will be exciting um, again to begin with, uh, just to see what kind of progress they make. Um, but meanwhile, so that's a side story. The real story of college football, the playoffs were announced. Yep. Uh, and I guess whichever way you want to go, we're going to talk Heisman or the final four teams with Florida State getting kind of screwed. Let's talk. Let's talk the final four teams, the playoff first. Um, like you said, Florida. The, the big story was that uh, Florida State got screwed. The team they they chose Michigan, who's undefeated with Harbaugh. Uh, Washington undefeated. Uh, Penix. They beat Oregon twice. Nobody expected them to beat Oregon. Oregon was a favorite by ten points that second game. People wow. kind of looked at that first win as a fluke that they were at home. Oh, you know, I think you know everybody loves Dan Lanning. The Oregon oh, coach coming from the SEC, so yeah. I kind of, everybody was kind of thinking that that Oregon would get it done. They didn't. Washington won, so they're undefeated. They're in the in the play, college playoffs. I think those two teams that were no brainers. Mm-hmm. Then you got to the the third and fourth team, and I mean, look, Alabama lost to Texas early in the season. Uh, I didn't personally. I didn't. I wouldn't. I didn't want to put too much weight on it on that because it's this. Second game of the season, the mm-hmm. Alabama quarterback, you know, was a shell of what he is now. Uh, yeah. You know, was a young kid just learning the ropes. Now, now he's he's he looks like next year he'll be a Heisman candidate. Um, but that was Alabama's only loss. But then Alabama goes and beats the number one team, so-called number one team in the nation, Georgia. So convincingly, gotta, convincingly. So you figure you got to put Alabama in there. And then, you know, the thought process was, like, well, you can't – if you put Alabama in, you can't leave Texas out because Texas beat them. Right. Um, so I don't know whether you <coughs> subscribe to that logic, uh, but that was the issue. And then, you know, as far as Florida State goes, they're undefeated. Uh, but the ACC was weak, man. You know, people are acting like they're saying, oh, the Florida State's the only – Undefeated Power Five conference team, not to not to make it to the to the playoff. They're but a but, schedule, right? Yeah, they we and they had, but they've been other undefeated teams that didn't make it. They just weren't in the so called Power Five. And FSU was a <sighs> and ACC. I hate to say it was was not much of a Power Five this year. Uh, and F, FSU's only out out of conference good win was LSU, who had three losses. You know. <laughs> Right. So yeah, and, and yeah, I, I think had that quarterback not gotten right. hurt, right? And, and I, I kind of, I felt myself thinking the same things. Well, if if Florida, if Florida State still has this great kid playing quarterback, then they go. Right. Now we don't know who gets left out because um, you can't leave Washington out because no. they're or Michigan uh, or Michigan can't leave them out. Um, Alabama, like you said, they just had their way with Georgia. Uh, so who are you gonna leave? You gonna leave out uh, Texas? You know they probably. Then, I mean, the way it sounds is they they were putting so much weight into that, and maybe maybe they're maybe that's correct. Maybe you know maybe you should maybe it is head to head. You can't ignore it no matter when it happens. Yeah. Um, 
But the way I looked at it is like I, I get that logic if it's close, if it's like really, really, really close, you go with the head to head. But yeah. I, I think Alabama, the SEC, come on, man. I mean, we we know the SEC is the best. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like they the could, minor right. leagues of of the NFL. Right. They could have had Georgia if they really right. If the, yeah, if it's, if it's about the four best teams, and and for me, like. You know, I've always I've always loved college basketball. I love the selection committee as far as that goes or college basketball. Obviously there are more games, but that head to head, it matters, but it's not the the be all end all. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it looks like I mean, I think it'll be good matchups. You know, and then that kind of segues into you mentioned LSU Jaden Daniels. Uh, you know, the front runner for the Heisman trophy. Fortunately, I was so happy that uh, Washington beat Oregon because you know, the, the writer were trying to do everything they could to, to make Bo Nix yep. be the Heisman Trophy winner. Yep. And I, I was afraid that even if it was a close loss, was, well, it was a close loss. You know, so, Twice he yeah. lost to him. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> you know. But, no, so I, I think in my book, and we even had a debate about this among Hanscape, Hanscape uh, um, that a lot of people really like Jaden Daniels. Right. Um, it's not like, I mean, you can't go wrong. I just thought that um, uh, Pendix Jr. really has acquitted himself well. And, and to be mm-hmm. honest with you, I, even the way he carries himself, mm-hmm. he comes off as very down to earth. And, you know, I, I hate to use the word humble because that's bad connotation. But, um, yeah, I just like his style, you know. And, and uh, Jaden Daniels. You know, I I was on a panel with him uh, when he was at Arizona State, and and Herm Edwards had kind of pulled off a coup. Yeah. When when Jaden Daniels went to play for him, and uh, I was in Herm's office the day after Jaden told him he was leaving school, and um, I think at that point Herm knew the writing was on the wall, and now we see why because this kid was really good, but I, I guess he made a smart move uh, because. Um, Arizona State, where this year they won one game. I mean, they've been a floundering football program. Right. And he goes to LSU and, you know. Uh, Heisman, Heisman candidate. Yeah, Heisman so, finalist. Yeah, so, you know, his father knew best. Yeah. And, you know, you as far as the Heisman race, I mean, you look at the numbers and basically it's, you know, Penix – Threw for 4,200 yards. Knicks threw for 4,200 yards. Daniels threw for 3,800 yards, but he ran for over a thousand, yeah. which is which is wild. And that's why he's that's why he's in this discussion seriously. He also threw four. Uh, Daniels threw 40 touchdowns to four interceptions. Knicks threw 40 touchdowns to three interceptions. Penix 33 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Mm. So, but in the big games, Penix outplayed Knicks. I mean, yeah. we saw it. He Face made, he made the big plays. Yep. Yep. And he's yep. undefeated. So And they're undefeated. I mean, that's the big thing. Undefeated in what you said at the beginning of the show. Uh Pac Ten had a great conference this year. Great conference. Great, great, great conference. season. You great know? season. So it's almost like it's sort of close to what what the uh college playoff decision is because it's almost like, yeah, we Alabama, like so let's say uh Bo Nix is Alabama. Mm-hmm. Oh, but you can't take him over. Can't take him over Pennix because he beat him twice. Right, you right. know, sorry, <laughs> can't take him that's over. Right. You can't. You beat him twice. So then Jaden Daniels is like the wild card 
where his numbers are so astronomical, especially from the rushing and the passing is right there with the rest of them. Uh, do you just do you just say, man, look what this guy did numbers wise, and you know LSU three losses, we're just gonna take this kid. So who's your Heisman winner? Wow, man, I'm I'm torn between I'm torn between that decision. I'm torn between Penix and uh, Daniels. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say Bo Nix. No, no, no. <laughs> said, hey, the, man, the you, you, lost, you lost twice to Penix, man. Like, you know, you, you, you know, you had your chance. But, you know, um, I, guess, I guess I'm leaning Penix. Just, mm-hmm. you know, that, you know, you lead your team to national championship contention, to undefeated record. Your numbers are right there, passing-wise, with, with the rest of them. And we saw you in those big games against Oregon. You came. You were the one who came through against another Heisman candidate. So, yeah, I I, I kind of lean towards Penix. Yeah. So funny. I, I like Penix too. Uh, it was funny that I don't hear a lot of the NFL people talking about it. Me neither. Um, you know, I, I they, they're talking about. Um, uh, I, I guess we're talking about Jaden Daniels, and they're still talking about uh, Caleb. Uh, yeah, Caleb USC. Williams. Caleb. So, I mean, I mean, he's he's the consensus. Or it seems to be the consensus number one pick in the draft next year, and he is. I mean, just talent wise. Remember, he he won the Heisman last year. Right. You know, he. I mean, and he looked when I watched him. He he was fun to watch this year. He put up numbers, but you know, I mean, they they, they had no defense. You know, I'm sure he made. Yeah, yes, he made his share of mistakes. Remember, he cried. Did you see where he cried in his mother's arms? People, I don't know if people like that. Uh oh, yeah, no, that's that's never a good look. <laughs> That's never a good luck. He, he climbed up in the stadium and cried in his mother's arms. So oh, that's, that's even worse when you climb up when you climb up in the stands. <laughs> it's different if she was on the sideline. And you yeah, to, you know. So you I don't know. You know. I mean, uh, you know, we're in a new. It's a new time where you know <laughs> sensitivity. You gotta, you know, it's it's a good thing. Um, you gotta be open to that. But I'm just saying in the in the in the football. Yeah, you know, people are gonna people are going to look at you maybe a little different. Maybe they shouldn't, but that's just the way it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling up. Just I didn't see that, but <laughs> I'll say, I'll say, Bill, I said it to you. It's it's actually, uh, I think you'll get a kick out of it. Yeah, yeah Caleb Williams cries in his mother. There's a headline. Yeah, yeah, Caleb Williams cries in his mother's arms. <laughs> She put. Uh, I mean, it was a real cry too. Like she put the, she put the paper. It was after they lost to. I want to say it was the loss that really their second loss that knocked them out of uh, playoff contention. Whoever it was too, I forget. And she he he climbs up there and she puts the paper over his face and he just. Uh, but you could see his like chest heaving. <laughs> <laughs> it was that, it was a serious cry. <laughs> I took it. I took it like. And I've talked to I got friends of mine who are like, oh no, yeah, <laughs> it's passion for the game. And I, okay, I get that. Um, and also, but to me, it's like this guy has never failed. Right. You know, he's never that's it's probably his first time failing uh, or not living up to expectations. You right. Know? Yeah. So I guess you know it depends on the scouts. I, I, I'd be curious to be up in the, in the box with all the scouts. Yes. And they said, and they'd be whispering, "What is he? A lot of most of these scouts are ex." football players all right? right so they come they come from that that uh environment you know right that we're, we're crying crying is not allowed right right yeah but what about you know this whole thing with uh uh simone biles and who's a tennis player um with Mitchell osaka. Health, yeah. osaka and you know there's a whole thing right 
you know, and that is, well, yeah, you know, we kind of get it and all that. But the other people said, you know, what? How could you not? How could you pull out? How could you not? You know, there's there's a whole nother sports sentiment. And think, and think about the the and I know you know this better than anybody. The the NFL draft culture like that, like they where they where they question you about every everything. <laughs> they you know they look at you like a piece of meat out there, and then and right. then they try to give you these bullshit tests right. to, to determine your IQ and what would you do in this situation and. And you're, you know, you're supposed to, you got to be a leader of men as right. a quarterback. Right. You know. What would you do if you lost? It. It, it was triple overtime. When I was young and immature, Bill, you know, when I, when I was in my 20s, I was young and immature. And if I would have seen uh, my quarterback do that, I'm in the locker room and he tries to, he tries to say something in the locker room. In the back of my head, I'm like, this dude was crying his mom's arms. I know. That'd be hard to come back in the locker room and like, man, what's wrong with you? you know? Except that he's so talented. Like, right. like his arm, like, you know, the arm talent is out of this world. You know, it's like he, he basically looks like a college version of Mahomes. You yeah. know, when he's out there, he's running. He, you know, he's scrambling. He's throwing any it's angle, Mahomes, any part of the Mahomes, field. Mahomes would never do that. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Can you imagine? Uh, uh, who's the Philadelphia quarterback? Hurts. Uh, no, I Hertz, can't imagine. Hurts, like you know, crying. You know. No, I can imagine Hurts just stoic. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, you know. <laughs> I'm sure after that beat down against the 49, he probably, if there was a time he wanted to cry, it was probably yeah, it. Exactly. He he might have done it. Yeah, I mean, he's just got to be smart enough to do it behind closed doors, you know. Yeah, just tell him to meet meet me by the elevator or something. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, brother. Well, well, yeah, well, he'll be laughing all the way to the bank, I guess. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, it, it, it probably won't be a big thing, but, you know, Yeah, too big. I mean, they still have him, you know, projected as number one, so it yeah. couldn't hurt him too and much. There'll be, there'll be a bowl game. He'll play in some kind of – But uh, you're right. Your original point about Penix, because I've noticed that too. He's not – you when, when you see, like, the Mel Kuyper list or, you know, the projections, you don't see Penix. And he's a he's an older guy. He's, you know, he's in his sixth year. He spent four years in Indiana. All these, all three of these guys, you know, uh, old quarterbacks. Um, so it's not like you, you're just, you know, talking about potential. I guess Caleb Williams is probably the youngest of them. Yeah, um, well, he, but he even he transferred, right? He went to Oklahoma for yeah. So he's at least been in three years. He's at least been in school for three years. Yeah, Jane Daniels, you said it was fifth year. Fifth year. Penix yeah. sixth year. Penix sixth. Bo Nix fifth. Fifth. So yeah. So. Uh, yeah, it'll be good. It, that that will be. Uh, I know that you're going to give us your black quarterbacks rating, uh, but I'd be curious to find out how this quarterback class will be perceived, because um, you know NFL is rough, man. They, I don't know the number, but this week coming up, uh, almost like they have what thirty something new quarterbacks, second string quarterback, you know, oh. backup quarterback. It is, and it they're is, all and they all seem to be terrible. They're all Have terrible. you noticed that? Have you noticed? Yeah, they're, they're terrible. I mean, every backup quarterback is just terrible. Right. Like that. There's really. I mean, and you think about all these great college quarterbacks. I mean, what happens? Well, they get beaten up. That's which is why, I guess maybe that's what Dion is saying we should do. Or he said, "You think he's getting beaten up here? <laughs> <laughs> wait till and wait till he goes up there. You know, they go break him in half. So maybe Dion does know better. So maybe." He needs to come back and just get one more year of of playing in college. Um, 
Well, I've, I've heard people say, yeah, and he, like you said, he's coming back. Yeah, but you know, I've I've seen scouts and analysts say that if he does come back, they they think he'll be the number one pick next year. Well, yeah, if if Caleb goes, right, um, you know, he, he could. Um, well, although Jaden Daniels is just he still's got uh, eligibility left, right? Yeah, but you got to figure he's out of there too. Yeah. Um, and you know, and especially the, the way I'm surprised I haven't seen him. I haven't really seen his name in the top five. I mean, the way the NFL looks now. I mean, dual threat. I mean, that's where it's at. Yeah, yeah. Unless people say, "Well, that Bo Nix, that's who we really want to go." You know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, we got the, you know, there's a there's a couple guys. Drew uh, May from uh, from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they but I, you know, to me. These guys, they're so they're so hit. It's hit and miss, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's an exact science. Actually, I do. See, I, actually, I do see Jaden Daniels. I'm looking at the CBS uh, NFL draft projections. They do have Jaden Daniels going fourth. For who do they As have? Second, they got Caleb Williams first. Then they got Marvin Harrison Jr. The next after Caleb Williams, the next quarterback is Jaden Daniels. Then they have Drake May going mm-hmm. sixth to to per, here, guess where they have Drake May. North Carolina quarterback going the, close the Giants. Uh, not they just, didn't they just draft that guy from Duke? Uh, same thing. And, and now we got the guy Vinny from New Jersey playing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he, he, lives with, he lives with his mother. DeVito, DeVito, Danny DeVito. And then just if you think that couldn't get any worse, you look at the Jets, and now you know they're talking it's about a, how, how, how. What's the boy's name? Uh, Zach Wilson. He didn't want to play. <laughs> well, we we don't want you to play either. Obviously, first of all, I don't understand what your team. Your team. I don't understand what what they were doing over there. We know. Okay, we know Zach Wilson is terrible or or right. bad, whatever. Mm-hmm. But he was but he he was better than those other guys. We knew that too. They so what was the point him. of what was the point of benching him? Is you knew you didn't have anything better. They just cut who they who they just cut Boyle. Boy, <laughs> like what? That's why. Where do they? Where do? You, where do they get these guys? Like you, you're telling me that you you can't. There were no competent quarterbacks. They're not enough. It's like a. There's like a a dearth of quarterbacks. Like it's impossible. Like nobody they, has a good backup. And then and then the only guy is the guy from Cincinnati. You know, the guy from Cincinnati who comes in. And even he's been on the bench for four years. <laughs> and then that was one game. So okay, yeah, now well, let's see. Let's see this Sunday. And they didn't want, and if you could tell, first quarter they they really didn't want him to pass. They were trying everything else, and then they were like, "All right, let's let's try it." It worked out. So, so if, I, mean, if, I, don't if, know, a, if I don't know if, if I'm a GM, I may be the one that said, "You know, I think we need to change this model. Rather than put all our money into one quarterback, let's try to get two. You know, let's get competent people. You know, a competent one, a competent two. You know." Um, and just put our resources in other places because this the model of giving, let's say you give Lamar as much as I love Lamar, you know he's one he's one injury away from the ship sinking, right. you know. And, every and time who's he the got back, hurt, and who's the backup? Yeah, uh, Hundley and and they got all brothers, you know, at, in yeah. Baltimore. Uh, I'm gonna go there Monday. So listen, let's make this transition from the NCAA quarterbacks to the NFL. And we could start off with your black quarterback ranking, and then we could talk some NFL, and then we could end up talking about 
you could explain what the hell the NBA is doing with this damn in season tournament, which I have. Keep keep an open mind, Bill. Keep an open mind. I will. I will. I'm still every time I'm about to turn on basketball, I, say, I can't do this. It's too early. I can't watch basketball. You can't. Now. You're not. You're not physically able to watch before Christmas. Is that it? Yeah, it's just too much. I mean, maybe yeah, after Christmas, maybe after the bowl games or after the NFL playoffs, after the Super Bowl. Then, <laughs> <laughs> then it's almost NBA playoffs after that. Yeah, after the Super Bowl of February, I said, okay, now. Well, and this is why they did it. This is why they did it for you, for people like you who cannot turn well, on an NBA work. game. No, yeah, I don't think it'll work. You know, did you, but it's you, not going to work for for the hardest of individuals. It's not going to work, Bill. Yeah, but we'll get to that segment later because I know that you are basically a uh, NBA guy. Uh, well, you're a college too, but let's get to the uh, the NFL segment. And with, with, you know, we've been letting you slide for the past six broadcasts. You had excuses that you were not giving us a black quarterback ranking. So do, do you have your rankings today? I do. I do. Uh, you want me to go? Well, there, there are 12 active quarterbacks, bunch of injuries. We know that. Mm-hmm. Got, you know, but there are 12 quarterbacks. You want me to start from 12? No, stop, start Todd. From let, me, let me guess who's the number one. Yeah, go ahead. Dak Prescott. Yes, Bill. You're right. You're right. <laughs> You're right, and that's why that's why that six week uh, hiatus was a good thing for Dak because you would have never you would have never thought that you know the, whatever it was uh, two months ago for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he's been I mean you know he's been great. He got his uh, he got his own cadence now. Here here we go. Oh, here we like go. That. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It's kind of like I'm like what? Here we go. I'm like what here we go every time. <laughs> it, it's like and he's and he's nice with it. He's good because it'll be like. He'll, first he'll go on one. He'll go, here we go, hut. And then, yeah. you know, he'll do that three, four times. Then he'll go, here we go, hut, hut. Yeah. And he'll catch him. He'll catch him. So it, has that caught on with your flag football? Uh, yeah, yeah. My, my, son is, my, my son wants to use that. He wants to steal it. Once he once he recovers from his broken finger, he's he's ready. He's ready. Oh, he's ready. man, what? You didn't tell me that, man. I didn't tell you about that. No, yeah. man. You got yeah, a broken he, finger? <laughs> got a, he broke it's, his finger. Playing football? To grab, yeah, trying to grab a flag, you know, you got it caught up in the. Oh man, has your has your wife has she is has she commanded yet that he's not gonna play anymore? Yeah, but this is this is a funny story. So he he. <laughs> oh my god! It's during a game, he, he he goes for the flag. He, he you know he's on the ground holding his finger, you know, kind of crying. And I'm like, come on, man, it's just a jam. It's all right. You'll be all right. All right, take you know take take a rest, blah blah. He's still. He's still crying about it. I'm like, like, like Caleb, yeah, like Caleb. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you'll be, right, you be all right. You know, we all, I, we all jam our fingers and song. And then my wife is like, oh, I'm gonna take him to the to the doctor. I'm like, I don't need to go to the doctor for that. I'm like, come on, man, it's just a, just a jam. I, I, I look at my, I was like, look at my pinky goes this way. It don't, it doesn't matter, you know. I'm like, but if you want to take him, they're just gonna tell you they're gonna, they're gonna do anything. It's gonna tell you it's a jam. So she takes him to the doctor, and of course. The doc, they do an X-ray and it's, and it's a fracture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's looking at me like, "Oh yeah, Dad, you said it was just a jam. Thanks." <laughs> yeah, what does your wife say? That's I know she's mad at me because I'm like taking a person. I'm like, "Well, it's the same thing." She's looking at me like, "It's not the same thing." <laughs> so now I got both of them mad at me. I'm like, "Come on, man!" Oh. Like, but you know. When I was a kid, maybe I should have went to the doctor. Maybe my maybe my fingers were broken. I never went to the doctor. Well, yeah, well that yeah, I mean, we got like look at this. I've got these deformed <laughs> fingers. Those are broken, Bill. Sorry to tell you. Well, I don't know what they whatever it was. I remember when that happened, 
and and you know HBCU trainers, you know, yeah, just, <laughs> here we'll just put some tape on it, and then you're 50 years later, it's still like. The, <laughs> well, at least you didn't cut it off like uh, Ronnie Lott. Remember that? Oh no! Well, he cut off his finger. Yeah, he cut. You never heard that story? There was like a playoff game or something, and, he, and they he basically amputated his finger on the field. Like they were like, they're like, oh well, you can you can either like the tip. Like the tip of one of his fingers was was like all, something was all fucked up with it, and I heard him tell the story. Like I've heard him tell it, and he was like, they asked him at the time, like we, you know, you can come out or you can just. <laughs> this is the eighties, and they and he decided to just let them cut the tip of his finger off, oh, and he kept God. playing. And of course, he said now he obviously regrets that decision. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> In the heat of the moment, you walk around with like eight fingers. <laughs> oh, brother. So, you know, times have changed for the better, you know. So now we go, you know, we send our kids to the doctor. You know? So now, but so now, but I didn't realize. So now, when is Kareem playing again? He's out, you know, he's out two to four, you know, two to four weeks. Uh, it's funny because we go to the emergency room and they, they, they see it's a fracture and they just, all they did was give him a splint, like this little rinky dink splint. And I'm thinking to myself, like, that's enough. All right, fine. They know they're doctors. So they he's walking around with this splint. He takes it off here and there. He's still trying to play and recess, you know. So we, we take him to the real doctor because we had the follow-up. Right. And the doctor is like, basically, she's like, grabs his finger and she's like, Oh, does this hurt? Does this hurt? Meanwhile, she's like just talking to him. And at the and we see and my wife sees her like just pushing it in a different direction. So basically, she didn't tell him what she what she was doing. And then he starts to like a tear comes down his eyes because <laughs> she's like basically she's re-breaking his finger oh, no. to put it to put it into place because it was it was it was healing crooked. The wrong way. Mm. Yeah. So she had to re-break it and then it pushes the timeline back another three weeks or so. So wow. So is his tackle football career uh, hanging by the thread? Or I don't I mean, you know, he, he says he wants to play. I don't know, man. We'll see. I, I don't take it seriously until until the moment of truth that come mm. I guess high school, if you want if he really if he's really trying to play tackle or not, you know. So we'll see. Yeah. If he know. wants to, as far as I'm concerned, if he want, I mean he's gonna be a big kid. Yeah. You know, so I think there's less of a like I was a big kid in high school. I never I never really was in danger of suffering or suffering any major injuries because I was like one of the biggest kids on the team. You know? <laughs> right. Right. But maybe if he plays quarterback, he'll be okay. That's true too. So just don't don't play both ways. Just play play quarterback. Right, right. Be Shador, not not Shiloh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shiloh, man. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so Dak Prescott number one. Let's run through yeah, this. Da yeah, Dak Prescott number one, 23 touchdowns, six interceptions, second in the NFL and passer rating. Number two I'm gonna go with uh, our guy we just talked about, Jalen Hurts. I know he's coming off a tough, tough day versus San Francisco, but the, you know they were ten and one. Now they're ten and two. Uh, he's eight. He's hurt. You know he's hurt. Yeah, he's hurt. You know he's hurt, but he's still been balling except for that last game. He was still coming through. And uh, San Francisco was just too much, but you know eighth QBR, decent passer rating, nineteen touchdowns, 10, 10 interceptions, but twelve rushing TDs. How about that? Mm. 12 rushing TDs, 450 yards rushing. So I think he's number two. Number three, we're going to Tua, having, you know, having a very good season, uh, staying healthy. He's third in passer rating, 24 mm -hmm. touchdowns, 10 interceptions, uh, third in yards per game. So Tua's doing it. Number four, our guy Lamar. Got to stick him in there. Uh, you know, average, pretty average, 13 QBR. Okay, seven, seven, number seven passer rating, not bad. 13 
touchdowns, five interceptions, kind of pedestrian, five rushing TDs, but the 574 rushing yards and the nine and three record is the key. He's the leader of the mm -hmm. team and he's getting it done. Uh, number five, go with our guy, Patrick Mahomes. Don't forget about him. Wow. Can't, can't, I don't know if you can make a list, any black, white, or whatever, have a top five list and not have Mahomes in it. That's, that sounds yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, and he's having a decent year, just not as good as he, as he usually is. 22 touchdowns, 10 mm -hmm. interceptions, fourth QBR. Number six, how about this? Rookie, CJ Stroud. Oh, yeah. number, number six. He's, I mean, he's doing it. They're in, uh, Houston Texans are in playoff contention. He's fifth in passer rating. He has 20 touchdowns, five interceptions as a rookie. Uh, and he's first in yards per game. How about wow. that? Mm. Wow. Uh, seven. How about how about uh, Russell Wilson, number seven, sneaking up in there? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, started off terribly. Not really his play, but the team started off terribly. Uh, he kind of has kept him in it. He's been pretty steady. 21 touchdowns, seven interceptions, sixth in passer rating. Even his rushing, he has like th over 300 rushing yards. Not bad. Uh, number eight, a guy who's who who has moved up the ladder. In the past few weeks, Jordan Love. Okay, yeah. A Rod, uh, Aaron Rodgers' replacement. Finally yeah. looking good. He's looking good. Yeah, 22 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Mm -hmm. And this is recently because he started off pretty poorly. So the I would say the past month, he's probably even better than that. Yeah. Uh, nine, Geno Smith. Just mm -hmm. been solid, I would say. 15. He's, he's fading. He's, a little, he's fading a little bit. 15. Touchdowns, nine interceptions. Had a had a very good game in a loss last week, uh, so we'll see if he can keep that up. Ten, your favorite quarterback, Justin Fields, <laughs> out in Chicago. He missed four games. You know, he missed four games with a dislocated thumb. So he has, but he has he uh, twelve touchdowns, six interceptions. Not too bad for over four hundred rushing yards in those eight games. Uh, so you know, and he, he's coming off a win last week. Number eleven, uh, Dobbs, the the pastronaut. Yeah, the pastronaut. Yeah. <laughs> the smart, the smartest man in the NFL by far. Yeah, uh, the pastronaut. The, like the that. Dobbs, uh, you know, thirteen touchdowns, ten interceptions, four hundred rushing yards. This is for two different teams, by the way. Six, mm. six rushing TDs. He's in the middle, middle of the pack in terms of QBR, and then twelfth. And the best I can say about this kid is that he's played every game. <laughs> he's almost like almost like Shadur, uh, Bryce Young, getting oh, yeah. killed back there. They fired his coach, who was supposed to be the QB whisperer. Remember they right. they hired they hired Frank Reich, um, who was it the, the 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 brother that they that they let go, the interim, who's uh, now the uh, coordinator. Wilkes, see, Wilkes. Wilkes. Yeah, they, they they let Wilkes go. And now he's defensive coordinator with San Francisco. They're they're pulverizing people. Killing him. And, and and he had them good last year. He had Carolina looking like a totally different team, and they, they let you know he's a brother, so you gotta let him go. You know? Yeah, that damn guy. You know, they, you know these these guys man own these damn teams, man. Oh. It's terrible. It is terrible. And, and, really and is. It, it's just that's another show. Yeah. And, it, and he won't fire himself. You know. Right. So, and then yeah. the injured the injured guys who are not on the list. Kyler Murray he just came back. Too early to tell what he's looking mm -hmm. like. Anthony Richardson went down early, and Deshaun Watson gets a big time incomplete. Big we don't time. know. We don't know. I mean, he, when he was there, they were winning games, mm -hmm. um, but he didn't look all that great. But you know, we'll see next year, I guess. 
Yeah, well, maybe we'll see. <laughs> right, maybe. Yeah. So Dak, shout out, shout out to Dak. Everybody's everybody's favorite QB. All of a sudden, we'll see. He, he, they have a big game against Philly this weekend at home. They should they they should probably win that game. Mm-hmm. Well, Philly, yeah. No, uh, Dallas. Oh, well, Dallas, yeah. Well, I don't know. You think they should beat? Uh, they should beat. Uh, I mean, the way the way they're playing and they're home. And they need the game. They need the game more. But you know, when you think about it, I, my original looking at this Dallas Philly game, I was thinking if if Philly would have beaten San Francisco last week, then I thought they would lose to Dallas. But now they lost to San Francisco, so they got to be very focused coming into Dallas. So we'll see. Yeah, we will see. And you know, them damn Dallas Cowboys fans, man. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so last but not least, man, before we wrap it up, explain. You know the uh, the NBA introduced this new in-season tournament uh, to appeal to people like me who refuse to watch the NBA till after the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> but you're you know you've been you know you 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 watch basketball and you watch yeah. it a lot. What have you thought about the in-season tournament? I think I think it's a it's been good. I mean I'm not a big soccer uh, fan. I don't watch it that much. But you know apparently they have these uh, these you know uh mid-season cups and tournaments so they kind of took uh the lead from soccer to try to create some interest in the NBA like you said they know people don't really start paying attention to the NBA until about Christmas uh so they tried to inject some enthusiasm so what they did <clears throat> they created this in-season tournament where they broke up all these teams into groups of 4 uh, and just like just like the World Cup or something like that, you had to play these you had to play these other teams, the three other teams, once, and whoever had the best record, including uh, inc- including point differential, would move on out of your group, right? So Boston won their group, Indiana won their group, the Lakers won their group, Phoenix, you know, and so on. And they had two wild cards with the best point differential, and. After that, and then you no, know, forget for all these games, they they changed the court. They made the court into some wild. Some sometimes it looked good, sometimes it didn't. Some some of them were like all red and blue, and some of them were like, you know, blue and yellow. So they changed the court so people would know right away when they're but, watching but that this me, is a. But, but let me ask you a question: Were these the same courts in the same arenas? In other yes. words, yes. they were the Celtics. It was in the Celtics arena but yes. they put on a different floor yeah they changed the floor so the celtics floor was like all green and all of them would have this like long uh trophy that that went through the middle of the court you know mm-hmm. and you know the knicks even like it was, I, I was thinking about it, like i wonder what they're gonna do at Madison square garden where they, everything is so like tradition and right you know gotta have and they you know they they changed the garden and made it look made it look different and made it look interesting i think it was interesting to me you know, I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. This is different. You know, make it, it kind of does make you want to watch it, and uh, and it and the teams. I would say the third or fourth game within the group, you could tell that these teams were taking it seriously because they knew that point differential mattered. So they started trying to run up the score on the mm-hmm. other team. Like if you, if they were up twenty in the fourth quarter, for instance, Boston was was uh, they were in a game, their last game in their group. I forget who were they who they were playing. Uh, they were playing um, the the Bulls, who stink. And 
they were beating the Bulls by about 20 points in the fourth quarter, but they needed to win by 25, let's say. I forget the exact number. Let's say they need to win by 25. Late in the fourth quarter, up 20, they start fouling. <laughs> and Missoula has to – and the other – the Chicago uh, coach, Donovan, Billy Donovan, you could he's, like, upset. So they had to come and talk, and, and Missoula's basically telling him, look, I got to do what I got to do. We gotta, we're, trying to win this, we're trying to win this cup. And remember, the winner of the cup, the winner of the whole thing, which will be in Vegas this weekend, each player and coach gets $500,000. Wow. Wow. So, I mean, even if you're one of the highest paid players, five, you'll take that 500000 And imagine you're on the bench. Imagine you're a bench player on a minimum or right. a coach. Yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, that's a big incentive. So the other, So then after that group play, they go into the quarterfinals, which are single elimination. So two days ago, Indiana, who's like an upstart young team, not expected to do much, maybe make the play-in. Uh, they played Boston. They hosted Boston because they had a better record in the group. And the crowd going crazy, you know, it was like it was like a playoff atmosphere. This is where after watching that game, I was like, okay, this this works. Because you never like you don't see this type type of enthusiasm for a regular play a regular season game like a regular, regular season game. And everybody, you know, the crowd was going crazy. The players are treating it, you know, like it's a one and done, you know, celebrating, playing hard. I don't, you know, I haven't seen a regular season play that hard in a long time. It was almost like a cross between a playoff game and an NCAA tournament game. So Indiana so, wins, and it's like they upset the number one seed, you know? And it was one game. like a, one, it was a- one game. So they move on to play Milwaukee, who – and so they move on to Vegas because it's like a final four in, in Las Vegas. But, but, That's the way to set it up. So but so Indiana wins. So what happens then to the team they beat? They go back to playing yes, the regular Charlotte season. Hornets, the yes. regular season game. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's exactly that, right. That's, That's exactly yeah. right. in fact, in fact, they go back to play them the today. You know, like the NBA, they kind of shut everything down. There, there were no games except for these uh you know, one and done quarterfinal games on Tuesday, on um, Monday and Tuesday. So there were no other games. So basically, everybody else gets a break. And then Wednesday, after today, they go back to a regular schedule for everybody who's not who's not still alive in the tournament. And then when we get to when we get to Thursday, they shut it down again. And it's just those it's just those two semifinal games in Vegas. Then Friday, I think they. These other teams have regular schedules, and then Saturday, there's the championship game. There's no other game. Hmm. So, okay. our, so Bill, are you going to watch? I know you didn't. I know you you didn't care about this beginning part, which you know, and 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 honestly, the the pool play was was okay, okay. But are you going to tune in to this final four in Vegas, which will be the Lakers versus the Pelicans, and the uh, Indiana Pacers versus the Bucks? And when is it? Saturday. I believe Thursday and Saturday. I'm going to double check that. Whoops, Thursday night football. I don't know. <laughs> so, hey, you might be, it might not be Thursday because I think the NBA is smarter than that, but let's see. <laughs> Maybe no, it is, Thursday. it is Thursday. It is Thursday. There's a five, believe it's a five, five Eastern game, Indiana at Milwaukee. And then there's a 9 p.m. New Orleans uh, versus the Lakers on Thursday night in Vegas. And then when will the championship be? The championship is Saturday night. 
in Vegas. And I think it's all on ABC, I'm pretty sure. Maybe I think the championship game is on ABC. Uh the the semifinals on might be on ESPN. And now that, that was another thing. Like, you know, so the Indiana Pacers, young upstart team, they got this kid, uh Tyrese Halliburton, who's one of the best young guards in, in the NBA. Mm-hmm. It was when he played that Boston game and he went off, he had like a triple double, 30 plus points. That was his first nationally televised game. So it's giving these other teams a chance to be seen, you know. And the way I looked at it, the with the intensity of the game, it's almost like it's an experience for these guys that that could help them come playoff time. Hmm. I don't think I don't think I don't think you you don't look convinced, Bill. No, I'm not. But um, who but who cares? Uh, but but they play the same <laughs> amount of games at the end at, at, in June when the season ends. Will they have played? Will the teams that reached the championship game? Will they have played more games? Only one more game. The two the two teams that that play the championship game on Saturday night. That is, they'll have played. They will play eighty three games instead of eighty two games in the season. The rest of these games leading up to it count as regular season games. And I guess and, that's why they're being compensated. That's why they're being compensated, and also. It's interesting the way they did the schedule. They like they basically left open, like you couldn't at the beginning of the year this year. Let's say you couldn't really look and see and know exactly what the schedule was for each team this year, because they left open dates just in case you know to to make to account for you know who made the quarterfinals, who made the semifinals, and if mm-hmm. like you said, if you if you lose the quarterfinals, then all of a sudden. Okay, we have this game scheduled for you two days from now that you didn't know about, but it's mm. just a regular, regular season game. Oh, I see. Yeah, well, I, I guess if you're an NBA junkie, this long. No, but 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 if you're an NBA junkie, you're watching anyway. That's what I'm saying. If you're a junkie, you watch anyway. Uh, so it's really not for the junkie. It's for it's for well, the casual fan. I don't think it's for you either because you're you're too hardened. Yeah. You know, you're not. Come on, you're like, come on, this James Harden. Yeah. <laughs> Which means I won't show up. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I may give it a shot Thursday. I mean, what's the Thursday night football game? I mean, my my thing is that you know when the NFL season is over, then I'll like look at the prima donna NBA <laughs> and college and, and, and college basketball and. Well, I know you don't watch college basketball till the till the tournament, but yeah, most people. You, you just, yeah, that's pretty much it. Because college I, I, basketball is like a niche sport now. Yeah, and I will watch the women's game. Yeah. Um, because you know, well, well, when I, the women's game, South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> what about Iowa, Bill? Come on. You know, I don't know. I'll look at the highlights and see Kate and Clark. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. What that says, if if I've just been doing this so long that I'm like, you know, I mean, even Major League Baseball, I I went to the I went to the World Series and I went to the um, NL National League and American League Series because I was doing the story of Dusty Baker, so that's why I went. Right. And it was basically just pulling for Dusty because of my story. But uh, did you did you enjoy it? Like um, the, 
the the World Series, like, was it a good like? You, I mean, you've been to everything. Was it? Did it do anything for you this year? Well, I mean, Arizona. I mean, Arizona just got waxed. You know, it wasn't even close. And I was doing a story on um, uh, the uh, hitting coach, the mm-hmm. brother who's a hitting coach for the Diamondbacks. And mm-hmm. uh, again, it's one of those journalism things. I should have done the story at the very beginning of the series. Right. By the time I did it, <laughs> they were like, oh, for 70. Is this affirmative action? <laughs> he'll, get, he'll get fired. He'll get fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the story comes out the day that they release it. <laughs> so that's the story. You know, it gets into one of the issues of uh, we talk about landscape is just, you know, you know, just increasing our um, metabolism and to turn stuff around more quickly, not waiting until the guy gets fired to write the story. You know, same thing I wrote about Dusty and there are a couple games there where I was just pulling for Houston to win because, you know, so my story would still be relevant, you know. Well, I, I wrote a story on uh, on Ed Cooley, oh, yeah. uh, Georgetown coach, and then <laughs> you know I I was I was on the deadline of trying trying to write it before the season started, and then you know we kind of we ran it, uh, let's say four or five days into the season, and by that time he had already lost, <laughs> he already had an upset loss to Holy Cross. <laughs> <laughs> what a genius this guy is! <laughs> but, but you know, but I'm the, I'm the, but I, I said it's, it's probably not going to be this year. We're talking about you know, it's, it's going to take time. That's all. You know. Yeah, but people never read that part. Exactly. They just, they just exactly. say the headline for Ed Cooley. <laughs> <laughs> He's a senior. <laughs> we'll bring the bring the program back to relevance. <laughs> they lose the Holy Cross. <laughs> Follows them with a loss to Middlebury. <laughs> oh, brother. Yeah, man. So any, anything else? So we you explained um the Yeah, NBA. so that's a, so so you, you, you know, so you, you don't care. You still don't care. I mean, I may look at it. It's Thursday. I forget the Thursday night game was kind of weak. Uh Thursday night football game is uh Who is it? It's somebody, it's like two oh, oh Pittsburgh. Man. Pittsburgh and and New England. Oh, you know, talk about. Is, I mean, New England. Talk about that. I mean, what, what would you do? What would you do with? Would you would you let Bill, Belichick go if you if you're craft? Well, you, you can't or can't do that. You know, I, I I probably by this time I'd have a couple. I would take him on my private yacht to somewhere. <laughs> well, Bill, how are you feeling? You know, <laughs> you know, there's a place right here. To, but then again, who? Is, they say the guy that he wants to be succeeding was a guy named Jared Mayo, who's a brother. Mm. He's, um, he's on the staff now? He's on the staff now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I remember him as a player. Yeah, no, he's good. Mm-hmm. I saw him uh, when I was in Germany. I was on the sideline before the game. I saw him, but I didn't, I didn't introduce myself to him. So, yeah, but uh, I guess you can't – you hope that he comes to his senses. But I, I just cannot see Belichick resigning because those kind of guys think that next year they're going to turn around. Right. And, and, and he's, I think he's only a few wins away from like the, the all time record. So he's mm-hmm. not, he's not, he probably doesn't want to go anywhere 
And, you know, but really, but I was, was going to take about five seasons. And I was thinking about, you know, his situation, and we talked about it a little bit. The turning point to me is when is when he drafted Mac Jones and you didn't – and like we always talk about where this yeah. position is going and, you know, the dual threat. And, yeah. you know, we always talk about it on racial lines and it's, that's a big part of it. But even the white quarterbacks nowadays, a lot of them can run. Okay, yeah, run. I mean, so it's like, it's like, why why would you draft the one guy who's like the 1980s version of a quarterback, like the guy that right. cannot move and has to pinpoint? You know, it's all about finesse and pinpoint passes. Why would you you put your future in in that guy's hands? Like, because because I'm Bill Belichick, I, I'm Bill Belichick, and I can do it. You're still trying to prove that it's him that trying Brady. Right, yeah, and I think people don't believe that at all. <laughs> so yeah, well, but anyway, that's Thursday night. So I don't know. I may peek over to the. Uh, I'll, I'll remind you. I'll send. I'll send you a text when the when t- when tip off comes for the for the in season <laughs> tournament cup. Yeah, is that what they call it? <laughs> it's a cup. It's a cup. Yeah. Okay. Well, good luck with it. Maybe I'll watch a hockey game. <laughs> I do like I do like hockey playoffs. I can get into that. Well, anything anything playoffs, mm-hmm. you know, I like the playoffs because it's, well, then then that's what people, they're trying to do. They're trying to create like a pseudo playoff situation early in the NBA season. Except it's not. I mean, the only people who benefit. I mean, yeah, they're bribing them with a half million dollars. So, you know, and it seemed to have worked because they're yeah. playing hard. Yeah, well, just think about it. if you're on the team, if you're a coach or something. I said, wait a minute, I got a half mil. Yeah, I'm. I'm like I'm my, full I'm full court pressing all game. What are you talking yeah, about? That's my, <laughs> my house paying off student loans and this, you know. Oh man. Like, and the assistant coaches too, they get they get a piece. Well that's what I'm thinking about. If I'm assistant yeah. coach, I'm like, man, shoot, let's, let's go for blood, you know. Yeah, seriously. So yeah. Well, good, man. Well, that just kind of um I think we kind of wrapped up with everything, right? We got yep. the uh college football playoffs. Uh, we got the Final Four in the football. We got Florida State being screwed. We got the Heisman race. We talked about Dion. Uh, you know, congratulations on Sports Illustrated's man of the Sportsman of the Year. But now he's on the clock. Yep. Um, you finally reintroduced your black quarterback rating. Thank you for that. Shout out uh, to Dak. Like yep, Dak number one. We'll see. You know, yeah. probably lose to Philadelphia. Probably. Uh, and uh, then the NBA, so good, man. It's a good, uh, good week of football, and what's your good week of sports? And you're looking forward to, you're looking forward to the NBA Cup. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna watch it. You know, I'm, I'm rooting for uh, the Pelicans. My guy, my guy Zion. I'm rooting for them. Now, is he playing? Is he, he still is. on? Is, is, is he's he, playing. He, he's played a whole whatever. How many games they played so far? Like uh, twenty. He's played the first the first twenty games of the season, Bill. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. But he did last year. He played the first thirty something games and then got hurt for the rest of the season. So. Well, maybe he's kind of ironed out his personal life. I hope it was so. a porn star and. A... Yeah. Hopefully he's growing up, growing up a little bit. You know, stay. You know, come on, come on with the porn stars, man. Give me a break. Yeah. yeah well, um, I don't know. I mean, a lot of people have arguments with you there. Ah, you know, boy, uh, you know, you know, you could. <laughs> Well, don't say. I'm not. Like, yeah, you know. Stop the conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll pass <laughs> on the points. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, and hopefully, so will Zion. Yes, please, please, man. Come on, come on. Yeah. 
All right. Do you have anything promotional we're supposed to? Of course, you got, you know, uh, Bet Online. Don't forget we're sponsored by Bet Online. Uh, get get your bets in on on the uh, like I said I gave you a tip pick. Uh, go ahead and go ahead and take the Pelicans as the on the money line against against the Lakers. Zion will come through. Don't worry about it. It's Vegas. Mm. Vegas isn't Vegas like uh, home of the porn stars? So maybe he'll be inspired. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not following you down that road, brother. You're on your own. <laughs> Here's a flashlight. You can find your own. Way back. <laughs> so, so yeah, take take Zion and, and the Pels uh, in the in the in season tournament uh, cup, and um, of course uh, keep uh, following us on social media at Bros Pod on Twitter at Bros Pod on Instagram. Oh, by the way, Bill. I I finally got my Twitter account back last night. Oh really? Yeah, I was able to they they I was able to log on for the first time in I don't know like a year. Uh so follow me at Blackatologist. We're going to try to get Bill's Bill's Twitter account back. He he, he was also hacked a, a, like months and months and months ago. Um you know. Well, well, how, what did you have to do to get back? Man well, our friend, our friend Lindsay would believe she she let me know that that uh, tw- Twitter or X was being more responsive now because when I when my when I first got hacked, I tried to reach out and no, never heard anything back. So then I I tried again after talking to Lindsay, and this was about a couple months ago, and you just had to be patient because I you know I reached out to them, they did get back to me, and then I would respond to their request, and but it would take them two weeks to get back to me every time I emailed them. Right, which uh, a process that could have taken an, an hour took took two months, you know. So, but I finally got it back. This time, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get Lindsay's help. Lindsay, if you're listening, we'll try to get your help to get Bill's Twitter account back. But do you get your followers back? Yes, it was funny because I got it. it had it had my followers. It just didn't have people I was following. It's almost like they tried to delete everybody I was following. But but you got your followers back. Yeah, the followers were unless unless people stopped following you, but but I still had most of the followers. Oh okay, yeah. Well, put me in touch with our friend. I so will. She can she can help me. She said she helped uh, Joe Theismann get his back. Oh wow, he was hacked. Yeah, he was hacked. We were we weren't alone, Bill. It was a, it was uh, an epidemic. Yeah, maybe the same guy. <laughs> All right. Well, it's good. Well, listen, man. Uh, you know, hope uh, hope Kareem heals so he can get back to action. Yeah, so does he. Yes. Uh, sorry to hear about that. Uh, and uh, otherwise, people, thanks again for listening. Uh, it's been fun as usual. Um, we're heading to the holiday season, so make sure you're careful. Be like uh, uh, Kelsey and get your vaccination and get your flu shot. Yes. So, um, Aaron Rodgers argued that that's why his production has slipped. Because he's getting, he's doing both. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is very mad. Don't don't say it out loud. Don't say don't tell Aaron you're getting your your vaccine, your flu shot. He doesn't believe in it. Yeah, he's pissed off about a lot of stuff. Um, all right, everybody, listen. Enjoy the holiday season. Continue to stay safe and pray for peace. See you guys. Bye.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.